let me tell you something about Joey Diaz. He's a, if I'm correct, a 55-year-old Cuban-American comedian. Very first time I heard of this dude, I saw him on TV, Comedy Central, uh, on the show, This Is Not Happening. Uh, That's the very first time I came into contact with his content, and... From the very first time alone, I already could tell that Joey Diaz was something different. Something, in my eyes at least, more special than other comedians. Because the whole point of the show, This Is Not Happening, is essentially just to give... Uh, comedians a platform to tell stories and those stories are always centered around uh, the theme of the day or theme of the week whatever Um, and Joey Diaz has lived a life like he he hasn't he hasn't been he hasn't just been living through life no he has lived of oh I almost spoke like Joey Diaz does, but I'm, I'm trying to keep my, uh, my podcast cuss free, so Joey Diaz has lived the life with a capital L, let me, let me just say it like that, just this, this dude, this man, this, this 55 year old man, he has been through so much, like he, he has lived through the era, uh, I think it was the 1970s, when New York was still known as the Big Rotten Apple instead of just the Big Apple. Because if 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 you if you're a listener who's a bit younger, or not American, or both, <laughs> you may not notice, but back in the 1970s, crime rates in New crime rate in New York was sky high and not just that like just the whole um, the whole look and feel of the city was way dirtier than it is now like there was pollution everywhere and you know the streets weren't clean at all drug users everywhere and this this is the, the world where Joey Diaz grew up in as a little child and this is one of the things that makes Joey very special as a comedian and as a person in my eyes. Because the story, the way he tells stories, it always comes from the heart. It's very raw, it has a lot of emotion, and it makes me laugh my butt off. But underneath all that, there isn't just stories for shock value or you know, those kind of stories that comedians tell where it's always like, oh, look at me, look at how much of a dumbass I was in the past. No, I mean, sure, Joey Diaz has those kinds of, those kinds of stories, no doubt. But when I have, whenever I hear him speak about the past, I, it's almost as if I'm hearing stories that I shouldn't be laughing at. 
Stories that are full of heartbreak, pain, childhood trauma, a lot of violence. And he just tells these tales like it's nothing. I admire that. Because I don't know who said this first, but I heard this uh, this saying many times before, and that is that comedy is pain plus time. And I agree. If I were to have lived through the things that Joey has seen, heard, and felt as a child. I think I would have been all kinds of messed up. But Joey, he has overcome all that. He has become a better man. He's doing something that he loves. And he's making money off of it. Dream come true, I'd say. Like, I listen to his podcast, uh, The Church of What's Happening Now, if, if I just quoted that correctly. I listen to that podcast many a times. One story that stuck out to me was where he talked about the time where he was in an unhappy marriage. And that struck a chord with me, personally. Because as of right now, I I am in a relationship I couldn't be happier in. Julia, my girlfriend, I, I love her to bits, and she loves me right back. And whenever times get tough, we we're just there for each other. And you know, of course, we have our hard times, but we always make it, and we only grow stronger every day. But in the past. I have had relationships that that weren't so great. And to hear Joey speak so honestly about the time that he just questioned everything, I felt that. Like, if, if, if you want, if you want to hear this story to be told in a better way just go listen to to Joey's podcast but if you want to hear what impacted that on me I guess you can stick around for a while now <laughs> but essentially what Joey told or the thing that I remember most was that <clears throat> at one point he told us the audience that there came a day while Joe was married to this woman he came home 
straight off of work. And he dropped his stuff. And he just asked himself in his head, Is this it? This life, this marriage to a woman in any other way is, is a great woman, but I just can't, I just don't feel happy with her. Is this it? Is this the life that I want to live for the rest of my life? And I feel as if that is a question that some people who are in relationships don't dare to ask. It's a question that I didn't dare ask myself many years ago when I had my very first girlfriend. Because you know, if you're like me, if you're like me, then you've had trouble with love. If you're like me, or to be more precise, if you are I was in the past, you'd feel as if your life wasn't complete yet. You felt as if something in your life was missing, and with something I mean someone. I felt like that when I was 17. And you know, 16 years very first 16 years of my life I was always alone I had some friends show up but when it came to love I was I suppose a bit too different for any normal girl and looking back upon it I understand it I was a creepy kid <laughs> I, 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 was, I was a creepy kid and I, I was just also very obnoxious, if I do say so myself. Uh, bottom line, I've, I've gotten a lot better over the years, but I guess we can all say that. I hope we can all say that someday. But anyway, when I was 17, I met this girl in school. I'm not going to name her because, well, she may, may have made mistakes, but she's living a better life now somewhere in another country, so I'm happy for her. And I'm not gonna expose her. But this woman, this woman was not at peace with herself. As I would say in Dutch, she's something the knop with herself. She got her emotions, her feelings, her, her thoughts, her very being all tangled up in a very big ball of string that couldn't be untangled by simply pulling at it. She had problems and she needed to address them. But I didn't know that when I started a relationship with her. No. The very first days when I started my relationship with this girl I was over the moon I think it only took me six days before I told this girl that I loved her 
and she said it right back. I thought that I found the one. In hindsight, she wasn't the one. And in hindsight, I'm glad she isn't the one. Because this girl was, well, to put it mildly, quite racist. (laughs) Which is funny, because yes, she was white and I'm brown. But even though she fell in love with a brown guy like me, she said some things that um, (laughs) you really shouldn't say in the company of brown slash black slash anything but white people <laughs> but it also goes to show how how desperate I was for a companion how badly I wanted a partner but this girl wasn't supposed to be it this girl wasn't meant to be the one for me. I mean, first of all, as I mentioned before, she was, she was entangled within herself, but another factor that contributed to our downfall was the mere fact that I wasn't ready. I was a 17-year-old kid who fought more with his member than with his brain. I was just a guy who, sure, wanted to have a partner, but I just wanted to have some fun. I just wanted to have someone to go to the movies with or to do other fun stuff like go out, hold hands, (coughs) all that. But she, she was way ahead of me. She was only a year older than me, but she was already thinking about starting a family living life together, growing all together, you know. All the things that couples do once they go to the next level. But I wasn't ready for that. So I resisted. Which only made her own insecurities and such worse. We inflicted pain upon each other, both physical, mental, That's why we broke up after nine months or so. You know, let me tell you something. If you're like me, you always think that the one you're with the one for life. Let me tell you something right now. The one is never the one. Until they are. But how can you find out when they're the one? Well, here's the secret. Now, if the one you're with really is the one, all you gotta do is live with them for the rest 
of your life. And you may have your doubts. You may have your arguments and your fights. But to be just a bit closer. To being sure that you're with the one. Just look at your partner and then ask yourself, is this it? Is this what I want for the rest of my life? And if the answer is yes, then you're on the right track. <laughs>